0: The following program is a paid commercial which has been paid for by the advertiser whose products and or services are featured in this program.
1: I'm feeling the like good vibes, good vibes. Hola, el paso. Yo soy Melissa Mena and aquí es Cheryl Wilcox. Ah! And yo, es todos con Good Vibes Only. Y ahora tienen un... Muy bien persona, Claudia Perez. And Claudia is, is con ESC19 también. So, yay, Claudia. Yay, yeah. How did I, how did I do? Sí. Muy bien, yo te entendí todo lo que dijiste. Oh, yeah. See, I want to learn to speak Spanish like that. Así it's que... beautiful. Yay. <laughs> you can get stuck with us Tex-Mex Spanish. That's so good. That's what it's all about. Yes. Thank yes. you. Was yes, it's cool when nobody's here. It's just yeah. white. I'm just walking yeah. alive. So, light. so it's, it's not as nerve-wracking <laughs> as I thought it would right. be, but good yeah. job. It's it's a great, great way to get us started. started. Now great. you can do it. So, so we're
2: here. here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back in our K Box Studio, right? And we're working with our Good Vibes only podcast, the R19 Sped Lounge. Welcome, Claudia. Hi. Um so we you. wanted to talk with you a little bit about um, your background and um language so and especially your first language and then when you came across your second language and then how it influences you as an educator i think that's so essential um and i think it does influence what you do and what is a priority to you when you work with um, children not just with diverse needs but then also language so i'm going to talk and then also talk about all the wonderful acronyms and how much it's changed over time so a lot to unpack i'm excited so let's get started with you miss claudia if you'd like to introduce yourself and uh, a little bit about
0: yourself so my name is claudia perez and well the mexican name is Claudia vanessa perez solis over there we have two last (laughs) names and a middle name that we use mostly not just the first name so that was interesting talking about that culture and how we come in on the other side of the border and how we adapt and we take in the culture and we kind of make our own with those little adaptations so my name changed to clave (laughs) para (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, and I started in New Mexico, actually. I graduated from mm-hmm. UTEP, and then I got my first gig as a special ed teacher in Chaparral. And it was an amazing experience where I had the opportunity to use a lot of my language knowledge because it's... largely the population was Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. And then um, later on, I moved into El Paso. Or El Paso, the way that we say it in our house. Um, and it was a fantastic way for me to see what bilingual education was in both places, even though there's a street, literally a street that divides the two. Right. Um, they're very different. Uh, but you can see that the culture is still there, and you can see that the language is still there. And one of the biggest messages that I have, I think, is we're all in which. Uh, learners and we're all all language teachers. Very Um, good. Regardless of being educators or not being educators. That's
1: that's what we do, we communicate, right? Claudia, oh my gosh. You have a smiley face on your arm. You gotta show the camera, I just saw that right now. You gotta show it, it's not. So, (laughs) it's Jack, it's actually
0: Jack. I don't know if you guys can see it. But is is Pink Jack, right? You gotta be fabulous. <laughs> yes. uh, so, Jack went hi, Jack. from being black to pink. Thank yes.
1: Goodness. I love it. Yes. I didn't mm-hmm. get to welcome Jack. Yeah. Hey, okay. Hola, yeah. Jack. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> and it's just a temporary
0: tattoo. <laughs> That's all it is. My daughter, I have a daughter. She's four and you know, she had to have it. She and wanted so, to Jack today. Yeah, yeah, we gotta be the same, so. Oh, she's like, mommy, andale, tu tambien. Yes. So, yeah, we got Jack.
1: it together. Let's put yes. <laughs> Tell <laughs> my so, yeah. kids to put something on. <laughs> no Pokemon. <Right>. Oh, I, <laughs> was I was gonna like, say Pokemon. a point. She also
0: got a Pokemon. Did yes, she? yeah. She yeah. she wanted to have the whole menu. Like, yeah, <laughs> just put it
1: Now she'll look arms every day, day. Not. Sorry, so everyone, but okay. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Right. Oh no, I'm in between the two of them. <laughs> I already know where this is going. Yeah. All right,
2: so we're gonna get back on track. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yes. So, no, that's okay. So Thanks. talking a little bit about, and I think we had even mentioned it, you know, when you talk about um, your first language, it was actually your only language for a really long time. And yes. And when did the second language get introduced and how do you think that influences the way you perceive second language learners
1: now?
0: Yes. Well, I think, like you said at the beginning, it's been a process. Yeah. Um, The experiences that I had when I learned it as an eighth grade student in New Mexico, in Los Lunas, New Mexico, actually, um, it was a shock. I was not.
1: Can't imagine eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Middle school too. Of Of all things, middle school.
0: Yes. <laughs> it was interesting how language and hormones can work together. Say, you gotta throw um, in hormones. Of course. Yeah. Right. You're going through that stage, as just as a person, and then on top of that, it's like, oh, and by the way, all these people are talking in languages so that you don't understand. Right. Um. Yeah. So it was interesting trying to go to the bathroom. Mm. <laughs> Yes. Something uh, like that? Getting my lunch. Like, right. here in the United States, you are provided lunch. Um, over there, you go home and you eat it at home. Because you're only yeah. in school up to about, what, my time? It was one in the afternoon. So we got home and we ate. Right. that was that. And we had breakfast at home. Nobody serves you breakfast in school. Right. Um, there's no such thing as buses to, that take you to school. Um, at least where I grew up. So it was it was interesting. Like I said, um, so not just the language, culture, yeah, everything. I think is together. It's daily routine. Yes, yes. Everything that for you was a an everyday thing, something that you were accustomed to. It was second nature. Now it becomes a oh, am I doing it right? Should I? Yeah, constantly focused on that. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. So that was that was interesting. Live before.
0: Chihuahua, Chihuahua.
1: Okay. So you lived there until yes. you were eighth grade? Uh, in
0: eighth grade, I actually transitioned to live with my cousins and my um, uncles. Mm-hmm. And hola, tios. <laughs> uh, And so, so they took me in for a year. I did a transfer. I went to Los Lunas for a year, and then I went back. And life was different from there on. Um, yes, I couldn't stop traveling. <laughs> wow. That's what it so it opens up. But see, language is more than just a bunch of words. It's it's a door to all of those experiences that you don't get to have when you only limit yourself to the couple of words or to right. the one language. It, it opens so much. So I think that's why then that's awesome. I came back to Ovasa. right? I did my my college here.
2: And decided to go into teaching because...
0: Because I got my nose broken. Oh So yes. So I was working as an ABA therapist, which is so it's applied behavior analysis, and it is a type of strategies combination of Mm -hmm. uh, how can I say techniques and strategies. Yes, for Mm -hmm. working with students who have autism. In this case, I was doing it at home. I was providing those services at home and i had never heard about such thing called autism but they told me here's a gig for you and i said okay why not so i started they trained me and one day i got my nose broken and i was like
1: <laughs> hmm, oh right. huh
0: right i'm pretty sure i can do it better tomorrow You're right i never thought about this child being at fault i thought about me not knowing what i was doing and what you can why what why this happened and then I started working with, with autism thereafter. Mm-hmm. So it's been awesome. 22 years. Mm-hmm. Yes, my back hurts when I say the number. There
2: go my knees.
0: Yes. Last 22 years in education. That's years awesome. In special education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did the, the dark transition <laughs> to general education. Um, and I was there for about four years. Right. And then now I'm back. In special education, that's right. Yes.
2: Very nice. And so like working in whether general education or special education, Mm -hmm. did you find language was always a barrier or something that you needed to work with? And how did you see that change over time? What was important about it?
0: What we focused on and what we... It was very different for me as a recipient Mm -hmm. of that training, of that language, um, versus as a provider, Okay. So as a emergent bilingual myself, and by the way, we never stop. We always grow. Yes. Um, So as an emergent bilingual, it was a lot about speeding myself to learn so that I could understand and I can function within the community. And as a provider, it was about how can I... Not just speak Spanish and English, but how can I speak you? Mm-hmm. I love Whatever that. your language I is, you? because
1: it's, That's you awesome. have
0: a version of English that mm-hmm. you have that is different, mm-hmm. right? Right? Um, and mine is going to be different as well, because mm-hmm. now I have my other bag of tricks in Spanish. Right. So all of that kind of combines itself. And that's why I believe we're all learners of language. At yeah, any given right. day, there's going to be a new word that you're going to be interested in learning more about. Or that you're going to try to practice. Or that you're going to push yourself to teach someone yes. about. And that's that's what to me, that's what education is. is how can we learn from each other to better educate yeah. all of us?
1: Baby not yes. just...
0: Yes, yes. Yes.
1: So, what are some tips? Let's say that you would have for a first-year teacher. Doesn't matter nice. what specialization, yada yada yada, but just that first-year teacher and understanding emergent bilingualism, um, I guess, if you will, language in general, trying to. Because it seems like once we have that first year teacher, it's kind of like a baby, right? Perception, how they they view the world, it's everything, and what we and everything they're doing,
2: they're learning the hard way every day.
1: Yes, and how they're introduced to it, I feel, is really important. And so, and I just I know that the way that you would introduce it would be beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, but anyhow, besides that, (laughs) besides um, that, what are some things you would want them to always have an open mind about? And working with our kids who are emergent bilingual,
0: there are heart that is open, and do your best to not close. Oh, hi. hi, Claudia. Sorry, yeah, it's
2: okay. It's very
0: important yeah. to continue with language. Yes, it's,
2: right. It shouldn't yes. be a barrier. It should be a bridge. Right. Yes. So
0: that would thank that's you. It. Yeah. to me that's the most important thing. be open and have a heart it's yes to understand. the kid Aww. learning will come yeah if we allow those doors to remain open mm-hmm. by exploring how to get to know the person before you begin with testing and with all of this acronyms and with all of these words and mm-hmm. all of this testing <gasps> yeah yeah. they're human beings first yes. and they're going through a lot of transitions and we all are yes um, and that's what they need to understand first they're capable they're valued and whatever language you speak you're worth listening to even if at this point i can't understand it and i need to get a translator yeah. um it's important it's important for me to get to know your message and to understand what you're saying mm-hmm. definitely I'd yeah. say that's the most important thing. It's yeah.
1: Learning will come. Believe me.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm a product of it.
1: Yeah. And all sincerity and love, your story is so important mm-hmm. because it's the story of so many that are in our community, that are in Texas, that are in the nation, that are in the world. Hello. You know, like, so it's it's great for for you to share that with us and that we're able to be here at Fox to, to have this platform to share it with our group and for them to understand how important it is to embrace all language, embracing the you and really looking at you first before you look at a label, before you look at special education, before you look at before, before you look at language or anything else, right? It's knowing this is a child that I'm going to nurture and get to know to work with, right? Yeah. So, and the majority so yeah. of
0: children do not come here because it was their choice. They're brought
1: yeah. here. Yeah.
0: And that makes a difference when it comes to acquiring a new yeah. language and a new culture and um, making it your own. So yeah. you know, how you were doing that transition is going to impact the rest of your life and how open you are to all of those language uh, languages and, and experiences that you get to have. Yeah.
2: So. And it's awesome. changed so much over time, you know, where like where my mom, you know, her first language is Spanish and growing up in a small town and she wasn't allowed to speak Spanish at school. And so she had to primer, which was first grade year, she had to learn English. And then, you know, that for her, she was like, Well, who else am I gonna speak English to outside of the school? The whole community speaks speak Spanish, Spanish. Right. And so her raising us, she felt like, oh, you should just learn English and and that's changed so much. And now we honor, you know, I think it's fascinating when people have both languages and they have a grasp of both. Um, I think that that's huge, you know, gives you such a leg up on so many areas that we work in or need in our community to have both languages. Yeah. So how can you tell us a little bit how you've seen that maybe change and now, you know, and yeah. also what the name of it is now. So now it's change, even what we, yes. So yeah. now we are
0: Emerging, langues, emerging that's Bilinguals. Emerging Bilinguals. the official name, yeah, in yes. Texas. Um, we have what's called a dual language program. We have mm-hmm. several assessments out there. Um, there's a lot more information for parents on, yes, whatever your language is at home, yes. Spanglish, whatever, <laughs> keep on doing it. Because that's the key, mm-hmm. yeah. knowing and loving your first language so that now you can love and cherish the second Ooh. And then a third, and then right. a fourth, and you go on and on and on. Um, that's to me. That's the key, you know, finding that love to that first language. And mm-hmm. I think we do a great job here in El Paso, respecting that and providing our community with dual language programs. Yes, I worked. I had the amazing opportunity to work at EOE. It was high peeps. Um, <laughs> it, it was amazing. It was amazing EOE Elementary. Okay. Um, because it's right next to the bridge. So you see mm-hmm. the bridge downtown, right? The building right under the bridge, that would be it. So you, I was able to see my students crossing mm-hmm. and making the line and they could see me in the window just waving at them. So to see those faces, yeah. uh, yeah well I come every day and my mom picks me up and then I cross over or I stay with auntie or this is where we live during the week and then we go over but the acceptance they have because of the fact that now in schools second language is respected is honored and it's part of who you are it's not a blockage to what you will be yeah. There you go. Yeah. So exactly. it, is, it is amazing. We're doing very good. There's a lot of room to grow, but we are heading that way. Yes. We so continue to to uh, learn more, to accept other people and other people's views mm-hmm. so that we can get to be better.
2: Yeah. Because that's how we get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was wonderful and great tips and advice and also a lot of thought put into what your message is and getting people to understand that, especially if there's just one language in their home, mm-hmm. and honoring, respecting other people may have more. So we appreciate your time coming in and giving us that. Did you want to close okay. this out in Spanish?
1: Oh, that's going to be hard. Okay, es <laughs> <that's> muy difícil. <laughs> <laughs> Dif- difícil no. ¿Sí lo puedes <laughs> hacer? <laughs> <así>. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, well, sí. let's <laughs> see. Muchas gracias por todo y por tu tiempo uh-huh. con nosotros. Uh-huh, nice. We um, have un gran dia. Buen dia. <laughs> there <you go>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. See, I can open up and be comfortable. Yes. It's Claudia. all about trying. Yes. yes right? I mean,
0: I, I wake up and I try English every single day. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> see? Well, there you yeah. go. So, good Love job, it. marvelous. Love that. <laughs> You're doing it next time. You're closing <laughs> out next time. <laughs> you should. You yes, should, you should, Cheryl. I think. Yes, yeah. She she's pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the Special Education Information Center is proud to provide resources and interactive features to help bridge the partnership between schools and families. Live chat with experts as we help you understand your child's disability, your rights, and what options are available to you. Spedtech.org. I'm feeling like
0: The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser whose products and or services are featured in this program.